Hi guys and welcome back to this week's episode of the Nursing Handover podcast. You have your favourite three nurses, you have me, Jerry, Diane and Clarissa. We're back with another episode for this week. We did miss out last week, we had a lot of things happen, but you know, we're back with a bang, trying to stay on top of things. How are you lovely ladies doing? I'm good, thank you. We are just, you know, getting on with it as per. Yeah, I agree, literally. You know, head head high, just walking. You know, going on, <laughs> literally, definitely, literally, just keep walking. Mm-hmm. How have your weeks been, or the last two weeks been, ladies? They've been good. They've been busy. Same old at the same time. Work, home, a few celebrations here and there. But again, I say, so just keep on walking, waking up every day, and just getting on with it. Really, yeah. No. Literally, yeah, I'd say they've been a bit eventful, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all right. I'm all right. It's all right. to <laughs> share. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what I should do? I should put it on this week's podcast stories. I think I hear you yeah. to get myself using the stories and putting it yeah. out here. I'm going to talk about it on the stories. So, guys, watch your face. What Diane's going to bring to the stories. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Why? How are we all feeling about this compulsory vaccine? I want to walk. Let me not even lie. (laughs) I want to come back when you leave. I'll come back if anything, do what I need to do and find something that means I do not have to be vaccinated. Before anyone comes to me, I'm not being, like my rationale for not being vaccinated is my choice. Yeah. I think the way the government's going all of, going about going on about it is completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Like this is a vaccine that's only been around for what a year, if that. Yeah, I think it's coming up to a year. It hasn't even been around for a year. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I hear why. I understand why people want to be vaccinated, but yeah. I'm just wary. Like there's a lot of things that i take that like have rubbed me the wrong way i wouldn't necessarily say allergies and stuff like that i'm just very cautious so yeah I wait and see a bit longer what happens so this mm. is more about your choice it's not as if you know you, you don't have any conspiracy theories or anything it's just more about personal choice and yeah. when you are ready for it if you are ever going to be ready it's just when you're ready for it when you feel safe exactly and i think the government shouldn't be forcing people the same way like you, people have the choice to take the flu vaccine. You don't see them ramming that down our throat. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Going to every place at work and being like, "Do you want it? Do you want it?" But it's your choice to say yes or no. I yeah, that was this COVID vaccine. It's literally like you must get it, or you will never work in any place again. If that's the way you want to play it, that's fine. You're going to lose. You're going to lose people. But that's mm. you. When when winter comes next year, I'm not going to talk about it this year. But when winter comes next year and you lost even more hundreds and thousands of nurses. Don't cry, don't beg, don't complain. That was your own beef. Mm. Yeah, for real. Mm. People will be looking at it like, this is now a you problem. Yeah. Yeah. I think my take on it is I'm a big person. I'm very pro-choice. Yes. And I think people should be presented the facts. Mm-hmm. Yes. There should be transparency. There should be honesty. Mm-hmm. And people should be empowered to make an informed decision. Yeah. And they should be supported with that decision. No one should be bullied. No one should be humiliated. No one should be ridiculed for whatever decision that they make. But 
we seem to be in a society which is heavily being subscribed by government to to kind of like embarrass and humiliate people who don't have it to yeah. make people feel that they're bad people if they don't have it yeah um, and almost like a superior and inferior like yeah. if you have it you're, you're you're being safe and you care and you're a good nurse you're a good doctor or you're a good OT or you're a good physio because you've had the vaccine and you mm. you know and I think we need to be clear that not everybody can make split decisions just like that no exactly um ju- you know just like that I feel like as far as I know and if anybody does want to correct me you know as when they hear this I'm very happy to listen that as far as I know that this is still in the trial stages and I think the trial ends in 2023 and because it's an an ongoing pandemic shall we call it it changes the virus mutates we have different strains it changes and as it changes we're seeing it behave differently in different people so we're learning as we go along that's how I see it yeah and again in learning as we go along we need to have open discussions about it why are people so hesitant you know Mm -hmm. why are we having people questioning if it's good for them or not people are allowed to ask questions when were we in a state where you can't ask questions do you know what do you know what it reminds me of you know how you're saying like people not taking well nhs staff or patient facing staff who don't take it are being ridiculed and being humiliated and stuff like that it just makes me think back to our working on shop floor Mm. as so back as always guys my background's any and you have nights that people are literally coming to scream at you when they're going to be seeing all this that and other and getting but we don't come to your jobs and do that regardless of what you do you don't see me mouthing off in the shops you don't see your workplace and shouting off like I just feel like healthcare healthcare or patient facing staff in in NHS are just not respected they don't know as guinea pigs the fact that now they're forcing us to get this vaccine okay the people that have wanted it have got it already so what's your beef yeah mm-hmm. Why? And I think yeah go ahead Sorry. No, I think my point is as well and I agree it's like those that want it have it so when you look at the recent statistics mm. 92% have, have had the first dose and 88% have had the second dose right mm. I even know people that have already gone and got boosters that's how much they want it so it's like it's there people are going and taking it so why do you have to harass because I call it harassment at this point Mm -hmm. why do you have to harass people and increase anxiety increase nervousness contribute to people's mental health because it's a panic knowing that your job is in jeopardy if you don't have this vaccine but also on the flip side thinking if something happens to me after I have this vaccine and not happens now because it may not be an immediate reaction in years to come I'm impacted by the choice I made under pressure who do I go to who mm-hmm. takes responsibility for that decision who this is my also thing. in go addition to the numbers those who have had the first doses I'm pretty sure they're going to go and get the second ones anyway you know they're not going to just get one and just leave it so that 88% is due to go up and I yeah. think the ones that aren't who after their first time are not going back for the second ones are people that have had reactions to it and I don't blame them yeah probably yeah of course yeah who can blame them they've had a reaction to it that's more of a valid reason 
I'm hoping they should be exempt. You know, that, that is just, you know, they can't be forced. How can they? Because honestly, I think they're using like a blanket clause here to get everyone to do it. But mm. not looking at the real things that like people also have like autoimmune illnesses and things like that. So they aren't able to have any. Are you going to say they can't yeah. work too? This is yeah. it. Exactly. Also, and- another thing, which I'm sorry, Dan, go ahead. No, go on. What I find funny is, you know how you were saying at the beginning, we need to empower people, we need to respect people's choices, you know, and we should speak for those who are being bullied or being or being cornered up. That is what we're, we're taught at university. This is the ethos that we are taught throughout our nursing career. So it's they're just going against everything that we're, we're taught to do, that we've been practicing throughout our nursing career. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah I agree and what I'm kind of disappointed at is no NHS trust standing up and yeah. standing up for choice yeah that's true making um, it, it where yeah people are just issuing statements saying yeah you need to have it according to, according to the directive um but the question is these people that say you need to have it have they had it done it's like, you know, when they say you point your finger, you've got four fingers pointing back at you. Mm. Yeah, like do as I say, but not as I do. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's going to be loopholes, and these people will somehow magically fall into these loopholes, but yet yeah, the other one's pushing for it. Yeah. This is what Dan was saying earlier. Like the government, you know, the government was saying, get the vaccine, you have to get the vaccine. But do we even know they've had it done? Yes, we've seen Boris get it done on TV, but what about his other mates? What about their families? I'm pretty sure not all of them, not 100% of them have had the vaccines. And they probably don't, they're not getting it done for personal reasons. But yeah, mm-hmm. they're the ones making these rules. It, there's no transparency, like Dan was saying. Yeah, so because. Theories. Sorry, Dan. Um, my biggest fear is we don't know what's going to come out of these vaccines in many years to come. Like, look at yes. the women that were given thalidomide. All their children were born born limbless. Mm. Yeah. How are we supposed to... Okay, that's a very extreme case, but how are we supposed to know what the outcomes of this are going to be? Exactly. There's no assurance. And this is my argument with like my gynecologist, with my CNS, is how can you assure me that nothing will happen to any of my future children you can't Mm -hmm. how can you assure me it's going to impact me because I'm of childbearing age yeah you know how do I know that in five years time I'll be there'll be nothing wrong because we don't know it's a these things could be a slow burn a slow burner or or it could be you know imminent none of us really know you have to kind of pray and hope for the best that you're fine I do have positive news, though. I mean, to be fair, that is... Okay, so my reason for getting it done was more because of how Thea reacted, mm-hmm. like how my partner reacted to COVID. If he didn't have COVID, I'll be honest with you, I probably would have waited a bit longer. I probably would have got it done by now. However, in regards to um, pregnancy and stuff, and but you guys are right, though, because we don't know how everyone's going to react to it. There's two women that I know who've had the vaccines and their pregnancies have gone fine. Touch bloody wood. But again, that's only two people that I know. So I can't speak for the rest. It's just we don't know. And I think, and that's valid. You know, like people need to respect that. That, you know, we need, people really need to respect that choice. We just want to be a bit bit more reassured. And again, that's critical thinking. That's critical thinking. And what, we're getting punished for critically thinking? 
they've taught us to do that. So exactly. What I do mean, they want? the fear of the unknown is what has people in a grapple. That's why there's yeah. hesitancy. And because we we live in a world where we have the internet, we yeah. have WhatsApp, we have all these um medias that we can access and get all this information and re- and remember the internet is an unpoliced environment anyone can upload anything mm-hmm. yeah. so we're being fed so much at different times and you don't have to switch off the internet it's not like a book where you close it you can wake no. up at 1am and then be immersed in articles and pages and this website and that website so you're never free from the information whether it's the accurate al- or not the algorithms haunt us <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> And I feel like if the government came out and were like, right, we have vaccine hesitancy, how are we going to curb it? Okay, mm. we, have, we have adverse reactions. Let's talk about them openly. Yeah. This happening to people. This is what's happening to some people. This happened to these people. Okay, and this is this and this is that. Get the Pfizer people to, and AstraZeneca, get them on yeah. on TV talking about the vaccine, how they made yeah. it. Do like a, I don't know, yeah. they behind the scenes. Show people that there's nothing in this. There's nothing to harm you in this. And we want you to take it for the for your own good, not for the us. public. You're mm-hmm. basically all you want is reassurance. All of yeah. that is just screaming. We need reassurance, and you're absolutely right, hundred and many percent. I'm. It, I just find it shocking. This is surely common sense, though. Like it's surely they know this. Common sense is not always common. It's not. It's <laughs> you know, definitely but, not. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, they've studied politics, and I'm pretty sure communication within the public is should be like a main bloody topic. But you know, forget, how can they ignore that? But don't forget, our current health minister has no sort of NHS or health background. He's a businessman. He's thinking yeah. of the best ways to keep stuff on without them essentially going off sick or things like. Yeah. He's not actually thinking about what people actually need and want. He's thinking yeah. about how he can keep them big bucks in his pocket. Yeah. And and I would nice. like to see what happens if, for example, there was a moment where only vaccinated people were in one environment and what happened with two infection. Yeah. They're seeing it because they seem to think that if all NHS staff are not vaccinated, we're still going to continue spreading it. My main thing is, even after you've been vaccinated, you can still get it. It's yeah. not going to stop you. It may lessen your symptoms, but who's even to say it may lessen your symptoms? Just because it may not. It does not mean that you can't end up in intensive care. Yeah. Yes, it's what they're thinking, but... This, this is oh, it. Like, we have... I mean, Jerry, you know... I can't say her name, but you, you will know who I'm talking about. Who told us that she's vaccinated and she got COVID. Yeah. And said she was so sick, it's like she never had the vaccine. Remember, yeah. told us, yeah. right? So unwell, and it's like flu. People get flu jab and become so unwell, mm. like they almost get full blown flu, almost, mm. right? So we all know it can happen. Like you can get the vaccine and still be someone that suffers from it so badly. Exactly. So if those odds are there and you know that, why are you forcing people to have it? And that's the the reality of it. And I can't lie; I don't know how Sajid. Javid sleeps at night knowing that people will lose their jobs because they're making a choice for themselves about the money that he's going to keep in his own pocket if he's probably seeing less staff means less money for the nhs more money in my pocket because i'm clearly doing my job yeah also another sorry go ahead sorry no no go ahead as you were saying he's not thinking about the detrimental impact this is going to have on patients and the staff that will still be there 
As mm. my mom said, I would walk. I really would walk, but you know, I've, I have baby to look after now, so I've got to make smart decisions. But 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 see, but that's hard because to me, it's like we are, we are, we're being put in a position of okay, so it's my livelihood versus my life. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that's what it is. I'm I'm gonna put faith in something and hope and pray that nothing happens to me. But at the same time, I have to work to give myself the life. But will I even live the life that I'm working for? It's not, well, really and truly, the whole, ish, the whole situation is just not fair. No. It's, it's, it's suppressing choice. Mm. Um, and it's kind of, it's just going against everything that we've all been taught. Critically thinking, having a choice, empowering people's choice and not forcing. Imagine if we went onto a ward and said, everyone has to have paracetamol, even if they're not in pain. Like yes. what? No one, exactly. Not everyone, not everyone needs paracetamol, you know? Mm-hmm. And then also about this, and I'm double vaccinated. So what confuses me is they've been going on about this herd immunity. And I'll be real, back in the, like maybe a year ago, it sound it, it sounded very pleasing. This herd immunity sounded very pleasing. It sounded very reassuring. And herd immunity basically means, for those who might be a bit confused at that time, it basically means majority of the population either have the immunity or have the vaccinations. So using the statistics we have, 92%, 88% of the NHS have been double vaccinated. 92% either have had one or both. That's majority of the NHS. So surely there should be herd immunity. So question mark, question mark. Are they not applying this herd immunity theory into the NHS? Your guess is as good as mine. Honestly, like, it's just, I just don't understand what we're living in. It's like, are you, it's just like it's a movie. Yeah. And I don't know how they don't look at this and think we're not even, this is not democratic. This is becoming a bit authoritarian, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah. it's becoming it's 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 just not healthy it's kind of no, like we're becoming yeah. somewhat communist without being communist yeah 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 and and it makes me think if they couldn't push this narrative and succeed what else, what else can else they, they force upon us exactly and where we're at people will just do what they're told because clearly it's that's what's happening this we, we have this virus we don't understand it oh my god we've worked on this thing it works everyone take it but then hold on a second, it runs out after six months, take the top up. And now they're worried about their language. So I think there was a, a doctor talking about it and was saying that we need to not call it a top up. It's part of your immunization course to have the third jab. Mm-hmm. But my point is, again, is the roadmap. Create a roadmap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know this immunization course lasts five jabs, for example. Yeah. So somebody, so somebody knows that you're going to take your first two It'll be a year, then you'd have a booster for three years, then you're 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 done, you're fine. Like head fine. B, basically. I think this is where they're gonna start playing games. Yeah. Because That's it. If, like we've always said, COVID is pretty much the flu on like level one thousand. I've never had it, but essentially it's pandemic flu. Flu, as we know, flu changes every year. There's a different vaccine. So the same way with COVID, it's going to change depending on from the different countries to the actual virus itself. Yeah. How, how, like, I can't lie, even if I did get done, I don't want boosters, because you out here told me straight that 
I'd be, to, I'd be able to live a happy life, never need a booster with my two vaccines. Mm. Yeah, and that's the thing. When you, when, you, when you look at the card, the card everyone has, and anybody who owns a card, you can attest to it. It does say two is enough. Boy. So it says it. it so so say so with all of this though, it basically also sounds like and what you were saying before, they're not being transparent and they're probably just saying things and they're just retracting back what they're saying. And what they don't realise, this is going to cause more hesitancy and people are going to question it more. You said yeah. this six months ago. Why are you changing your mind now? Yeah. Two jabs exactly. was enough. Now there's a top up. It's more about the going back and forth of the information people got to, people of course are going to raise their eyebrows and like you yeah. said about the vaccine course as well top up this month does that mean we're going to need another one and another one and another one and personally I'm a bit hesitant about the booster like do I really need it that's the question yeah. is there enough evidence to actually say I really need it for my yeah. age group for my immunity how do they not know in a year's time I still have good enough immunity you know, and I think you were saying this before, like, they, I think you were saying that, I don't know what you were, I don't know what specifically you were talking about, but you were saying they test people's immunity. I know they do that with hepatitis B. People get the two vaccines and then they get a booster and then people get tested yearly to see if the hepatitis B immunity is there. Mm-hmm. Why can't they do that? Because mm. I'm pretty sure not everyone needs a booster. And with the hepatitis B as well, sorry, it's not for two vaccines. After the three vaccines that you've had for hep B, after a year of the third one, you don't necessarily need a booster. Exactly. That should actually last you five to 10 years sometimes. They'll do the blood twist, blood twist, you know, the blood test. <laughs> and that's it. Depending on the results, we'll determine whether you need a booster or not. Maybe yeah, why can't they do that? I don't know, they're literally just jabbing everyone. It's saying they're trying to protect us when really, I don't think they are. Some people just don't need it. And then it's pointless to then now have it there and people not need it and you're just giving it to them. Yeah, I feel like I agree. We have other developed countries that don't have vaccines. Donate to them. Exactly. That's another point. Give, give it to them. Let them have it. But you're giving us well on our third. Some of in some countries haven't even had one. Exactly. And then this, and this is the important term. It's a pandemic. Pandemic means worldwide. So yeah, it's because pretty if pointless. everyone, if if yeah. majority of the world is not vaccinated, then vaccinating us is 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 like pretty pointless. Yeah, yeah. It's not helping the pandemic. It's still around the world. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and then well, I, yeah. As I, you were saying something earlier about. You know, it just, they were clapping for us last year and now they're just trying to force these vaccines on. You know, it's, but what was the clapping it. for? I feel like, I don't want to say I saw this coming, but you could see something like this coming. They were yeah. yeah. praise us when everyone was at home, like super scared that COVID was going to come out and bite them. But now we've <laughs> learned to live with it and people don't really care about it as much anymore. They're just like, oh yeah, we're back to screaming down at the NHS staff. Like they, they don't do anything X, Y, Z. We're back mm. in the place that we were before COVID came. People never respected healthcare or the NHS. They just saw it as it's there. Yeah. Our yeah. own government doesn't respect the NHS. The NHS is crumbling. Literally, it's on its knees. We went through COVID and look where we are. What, we got a 3% pay rise Increase. that we're not going to see. That's going to be like, what, an extra pound per year? Yeah. Something crazy like that. Like, look at other things like NIs going up. Other things are going up. Our wages are still the same. 
but you want to tell me that if I don't go and get a vaccine, I can't work. I was doing my job before the vaccine came. I've still been doing my job after the vaccine came. Am I not standing here? Exactly. Yeah, for real. Like, well, I don't I, know exactly. what difference it's going to make for me. And are you not valued? But then that's going to make me question my value. I've been here through the pandemic. I've put myself at risk. And you're telling me I could potentially lose my job after everything I've done. They don't care. They don't care. But this is no, what I'm they, don't. they don't care. They're going to feel it when in April we all suddenly disappear. They're going to feel it. People are going to go into like, I don't want to call them side hustles. People have been creating things on the side for ages. This is mm. just going to be the sweet time for people to be like, okay, cool. You don't want me. I'm out. I'm going to go and focus on my side business. That's not going to become yeah. my business. And when yeah. you're ready, with your tail between your legs to come and say, we need people, I'll be waiting. Until then, yeah. I'll find other ways and other means of sorting myself out. Boy, I'm not going to lie to you. Saying that, I was really thinking about the aesthetics recently. I've been slacking on my page, but I was literally thinking, God knows what's going to happen with the NHS. I need to get that business up because if anything happens, girl. at least we know we got a plan B set. Exactly. And, then we won't have, and then we won't have this over our heads. We won't have this doom and gloom over our heads, you know? What mm-hmm. is this? And that's and that's what it is. It's doom and gloom. And like um, like Jerry was saying, is that the government think people won't leave. And you might find more people leave. Even vaccine people could decide, I don't want to work anymore because I'm yeah. overwhelmed. I'm understaffed. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these jobs that we're in, we get better with experience. Yeah. So imagine throwing newly qualified into environments where there's no experienced staff. They will crumble and they will leave as well. Yeah. Right? So it become a vicious circle. So then you have a healthcare service that is now in high demand, but yet you can't serve it. The reason why COVID was so bad was because our NHS has, is so bad at the moment. And that's mm-hmm. a fact. And I don't anybody who's listening, that is a fact. The NHS right now, it is dire. Dire. When you're seeing the NHS advertise on TV for people to work, it's bad. <laughs> it is bad. You're seeing social care on TV, advertising it is bad it means it is desperate that's where we're at right now so you can't tell me that Sajid Javid actually cares because if he cared about patient safety and he cared about the workforce his priority would be pay and staff retention Mm -hmm. but he don't care all he cares about is the fat fat box that's going to be in his bank account yeah so yeah yeah I just I'm, but I just get so confused because if people do leave and the NHS is and so people are going to leave that's going to cause more over over black burnout in the NHS so more people are going to go off sick that's going to he's shooting himself in the foot but I'm pretty sure he is aware of that so what is the ulterior motive you don't care oh. I just think it's well all that being said they think they're funny keep it saying until April so that we can work the winter. Well, not me, Nick. I can't lie, I'm happy I'm on mat leave. But still, <laughs> they, this is what they want. They want people who are unvaccinated because it's such a big thing to work throughout the winter and probably get sick. Yeah, and, and, and then get it. And then get it. And then what? In April, you tell them, okay, goodbye. If, I then I'm, if yeah, I'm, I'm unvaccinated and you don't want me to work then, why am I working now? Let me go. That's good. That's yes. not. That's one hundred percent true. But then it doesn't make sense. That means the theory is flawed. 
Winter it has is. the highest number of COVID. Winter has the highest number of flu. Why am I going to have unvaccinated people work? Exactly. Thank you very so, much. So I, I don't get that. Why? I don't get it. Surely, surely they should be telling you now, you can't be working now because you're very at high risk. It's winter. Numbers are going to double. Flu is going to double. You're at high risk. You can't be here now. Why are they going to let you still work at a high risk period? Honestly, they it won't is. see it. They won't let. You, they don't see it until people die. You see, yeah, that that statement. You need to go and make a banner and give it to Sajid because that's the very clear statement. What is different now? I will be different in April. It's gonna be worse now. It's not Surely. even. They they. It's all like they're saying all of this. It's gonna come down. They won't do anything until people die. Yeah. That the hands of more neglect. Like you see the mid Staffordshire report. Yes. It's be happening tenfold because people will be understaffed overworks all all those things that come into come into that category that's going to be team that's going to be how the nhs is going to run and you think people are going to survive people would hate going to work i know i would i'd hate going to work in such an environment yeah, yeah and, and you know damn well what will happen people will be on sick pay yeah half the world will be on sick pay yeah and then you're still wondering how you can still facilitate and and run your ward or run whatever it is the department how but the thing is i'm pretty sure they know this though they do i'm, I'm they pretty sure know. they know this they just have, they do they, they have know. an ulterior motive i feel like this is more of a push to make more sectors in the nhs private like of course, but i feel like know. yeah my only question is so they're saying this is the nhs so if i go and work in private does that mean they no, you still have to be jabbed, yeah. Oh, I still have to, okay. Yeah, so my colleague, a friend of mine works in a private place. Um, last year, they demanded people to get vaccine already from last year. Oh, well, okay, fair enough. No, not last year, like from January. They were already mm-hmm. telling people they needed to be vaccined. And she was saying to me, some of her people at the private place joined the NHS thinking it wasn't going to happen. And now look. And now look. Yeah. So private or not private, you are going to be asked to have the vaccine. There's another girl that I was speaking to. I I don't know. I know she's a healthcare professional. I don't know what band she is or whatever. Mm -hmm. But she was looking to move, uh, looking to move residential home. And she's not allowed to apply for the residential home because she's not vaccinated. That's crazy. People are going to lose that. That's what I'm going to say. Care right. homes are going to lose out on staff. Hospitals Massively. are going to lose out on staff. Community services are going to lose out on staff. Even this is even down to the cleaners. Yeah. Yes. Well, th- this is my other question. So, when they say everyone in the NHS, do they literally mean everyone? Front of house, reception, cleaners, yes. front line, like yeah. porters, the people front line. on the front line, pretty much. Us. What about what about HR? Boy, they're not paying front basically. line. They're not patient facing, so it doesn't matter. But just, just like for the, just for like the chair, like the chair executive, it doesn't matter for them because they're not patient facing. They may come and shake hands and do a few pictures, but how often? You think they come to do that? And they miss the COVID? Nah. Interesting. Interesting, that ain't it? It's not gonna happen. When I, I tell you guys, when I tell you, hmm? guys, I think it's time we leave and just leave the UK. And go, no, I can't even say go and work in the States. That's a whole different wahala I don't need. <laughs> but the way they pay nurses, it may push me there, but no, nah, that's another stress I really don't need. 
No, you need to take, 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 take your lash business there, girl. That's oh, yes, yeah, I, I have started doing lashes. So mm-hmm. I am practicing. So if you want some practice lashes, they will not be A1. Like, I just can't lie. Let me boost, my, let me boost myself. They will be A1, but they will That's they won't, it. They won't be as full as you see on Instagram now. Obviously, not because yet. girls got to learn. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's coming. It's not incoming. Yet. It's coming. But honestly, this is where creating other businesses and things like that flourishes because I'm not going to have you come and tell me I have to take something when I really don't have to. No. And if that's the, if that's the case you're going to go, then, you know, me, myself and I, as Beyonce said, we'll go and do something else. Yeah. This is it. Like, we we are caregivers and it's our role to look after people, to empower and advocate for our patients and our families. But I am my I am my first advocate. I am my advocate for myself. I'm one person. Mm-hmm. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm an auntie. I'm a girlfriend. I'm a godmother. I'm important to other people as well. So if something happens to me, it affects all those people as well. Exactly. So people should just be res- respectful. Respect other people. Empower people. Advocate. Ask questions. Educate yourself. But let's stop healthcare professional versus healthcare professional. Let's yes. stop badging each other up. Oh, you got? Did you get the vaccine? And also, stop asking people if they got the vaccine. Stop, because what difference is it going to make? Ask people. You don't ask people their HIV status, do you? It's not even that. That's true. It's the same way you don't come and ask me what I got at uni. Yeah, I'm still yeah. doing that question because to me, that's a personal. How can I say that's personal information? It's like your medical record. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, did you get the vaccine? Did you get the vaccine? Even when people announce, "Oh my God, guys, I'm negative. I'm negative." Nobody asked you. Why are publishing your results for? There's such a stigma like it's, around it's it just now. Weird. You know? It's just very strange. But to see how personable, how things can easily change. Yeah. Like, like let's say, for example, if today they stopped reporting on COVID. People forget. That. People actually forget that. about it. People will forget. Because you have to see it enough times to remember it exists. This so was just like Brexit. Do you remember yes. when, when it was coming out to Brexit to the end of, what, 2019? And they were going on about how we, we were going to leave Brexit, we are going to leave the Euro, the EU whenever we did, blah, 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 blah. And then COVID came. It was COVID, COVID, COVID. We even forgot about Brexit. Yeah. Yeah. Until the day came and they were like, yeah, we're no longer part of it. And it's just like, oh, it yeah. happened. That's yeah. it. You know, the death toll and this 28 days and listening to people have had the vaccine, like... All of that, that's not helpful for anyone's mental health. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to keep track of a virus that's killing people. We don't want to keep track of it. Make a website and signpost after that. If you want to check it, we'll go and check it. Exactly. Anything else? And, good. Yeah. And there's other stuff in the world going on. Like we have poverty. We have climate change. We have the NHS crumbling. We have black women five times more likely to die in childbirth. We have a shortage of NHS, of nurses, of midwives. We have people on terrible, terrible pay. We have nurses going to food banks. We have nurses who can't even purchase their first home because they don't earn enough. There's more things to report on than this. I'm sorry. You couldn't have said it any better. Literally. It's just disappointing. It's disheartening. It's just everything negative. It's just negative vibes. (laughs) I feel like the three of us, for example, the three of us, we didn't go into nursing or saying, yeah, we're going to go make money, and that's the way it is. We went into it because we actually care about people, and we actually want to do a job, provide a service that helps people. 
yeah this and it's just a shame that it has come down to this because they will lose stuff yeah a lot more than they think because people are tired Mm. like some like a lot of people are just on the brink this Mm -hmm. is gonna push them over the edge and once they go they go they're not coming back no they were and and the worst part is what the government needs to realize is some people are gonna earn more money in other jobs yeah so they won't there's no need for them to come back i'm coming back to work for pittance yeah when i could be living my best life like someone will go waitress and earn good money go john lewis earn good money honestly the whole notion of work smarter not harder this is it Amen. I'm done breaking my back for the NHS. I'm done breaking my back for a lot of things, to be honest. And yeah, this vaccination is just pushing pushing me further. It's just a cherry on top. We've done yeah. the thing is, I think unless you're in the NHS, you won't know. But the amount of times we've been on a shift where we actually thought, my pin is, I'm sacrificing my pin right now. I'm sacrificing my years of study right now, and mm-hmm. the anxiety the you know they've been left alone literally being left alone on the floor shop to just sort yourself out and then it's this is how we're getting paid back no like this lack of choice no where's the empowerment and where's all the morals that they try to install in us like no way they instill what they think is going to be useful for them yeah so they feed Mm -hmm. us all these all these lies essentially because it's going to benefit them and not us what a big shame but even talking talking about this just really goes into goes into more things like, for example, look at how much we earn as nurses in comparison to bills and everything else going up. But we just mm-hmm. still say the same. And I'm not saying it's just based on nursing. I think this is pretty much across the board. Everything's going it up, is. but our wages changed, no. Mm-hmm. People are still struggling. Like, yes, there was a lot of people on furlough, but now that they're off fellow, it's and if they haven't got a job, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. And, like, what a time to put things up. Like, are you sick? Mate, I'll give you some statistics for people. So electricity is going to go up on average 12% a year. So British Gas have announced that they've already increased their prices 12% from the 1st of October. That's on average about £150 a year on top of your prepayment plan. Who said I've got that extra £150 a year? Mm-hmm. NI um, has got, will be going up from April 2022 at 1.25%, which will go to 12%. So I did my own calculation based on my wage. So that is a good... Four, so I calculated so that is £4,440 a year. Mm-hmm. Which is three hundred, and hold on, four four zero divided by twelve. That's three hundred and seventy pounds a month that I have to pay in NI, and the three percent increase that we received is about forty five to fifty pounds a month. God. It all adds up because so yeah. twelve months, say that like fifty. That is an extra. My math might be bad, but that's an extra roughly six hundred pounds a month. Mean six hundred pounds a year. Yeah, let me calculate that before I even start talking. What three percent? Three percent is two seconds. Six percent of so right. So that's 
no, what the hell is this? What did I just do? What was the calculation? 3%. What was 3%? Hold on. Am I calculating what the increase was? Sorry. Yeah, no, I was just saying it as an estimate. Like, the increase so, and how much we're going to essentially get in or lose it would be roughly about 600 quid. Yeah. So the increase was 1,000 a year mm -hmm. from our wage. So 1,000 divided by 12. Yeah, so it's about it's 83 pounds but that's after that's before tax and everything so yeah we're going to be losing more again it's, it's the outcome is still the same we're not it's not breaking even at all jesus christ guys if so look at other options it's not looking promising no and it just breaks my heart because we have such a passionate and really fresh, exciting young people who are wanting to become nurses and who listen to our podcast and are so motivated. But then you hear this and you think, oh my God, how are they going to live? How are they going to survive? And to add to your statistics, Clarissa, I don't know if you notice that they're now going to reduce the student loan repayment threshold. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment, you pay back when you earn over 27,000, but now they want to drop it to 22,000. Oh, piss off, no way. Yeah. These people think people are coming out with uni with big bucks. like. And it's like, what are you trying to do? What do you want society to become? We're trying to empower people to educate themselves and work and, be, and have something to be proud of. But it's almost like you're trying to breed a system where people are on benefits and people are reliant on the state. Because if we're going to work really hard and then we're going to be suffering in the process, it's a vicious cycle. I go to school, I study, I work hard, I come up with a mountain of debt. I then have to pay the NI tax, the payee, the student loan back, your pension comes out. So by the time all that's out, what am I left with? Pittance. Pittance for the, rest, no. for the rest of the month. And on top of that, there was a study that was done early 2000, and it, bas it was basically a study on why young people don't go into healthcare professional. Because of these reasons, you know, we're not valued and the money does not correlate, you know, like. Healthcare gets treated so much better elsewhere. Mm. Yeah. But here, they literally treat us like we're second, third class citizens. Literally. I'm done breaking my back for the NHS. I am done. Vaccine or not, I'm done. Like, you've pushed me to my limits. Yeah. There's only so much, so much someone can take and, you know, it's just not worth the, the hassle. Well, there you have it, people. <laughs> Who would have thought it? But guys, Honestly. you've heard us discuss it. I think this is an open topic, more so like, as in watch this space, see what comes from it. Yeah. Um, because I think it's, it's, it's going, if it hasn't started already, it's going to cause a good uproar for a lot of people whether they're vaccinated or not. Because I feel like a lot of NHS workers, right from the top to the bottom, we all kind of feel the same. Despite mm -hmm. the people that are like, oh, every all healthcare members should be vaccinated. There's reasons and rationales as to why people don't get it done. Yeah. I have no right to judge them for it. No. 
just like I'm not sure whether it's Diana or Carissa, one of you mentioned that people don't have to declare their HIV status. So why do people why do we have to declare a COVID status? Mm-hmm. I think that finding out someone's HIV status would have been more important than finding out someone's COVID status. What does that mean? That means nothing to me. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, make a choice based on your own, on your for yourself, not for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Don't be a sacrificial lamb. You are not saving the NHS single-handedly by being vaccinated. It's about yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, make an informed decision access the right information access credible information talk to people talk to anyone that you trust that you can go to if you have fears if you're not vaccinated and if you are vaccinated support those that aren't and Mm -hmm. speak up and out against the force that's being imposed on people that aren't and I think this important that that is I think the one thing I'd want to say is being vaccinated great but you this is the chance for you to fight for those that aren't and say this is wrong and you also don't agree with the pressure being put on your fellow workers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have anything else to say after that, Diane. Like, you literally just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Wow. I agree. As we said, it's an open conversation. I think we should have a live on this. I think it will be a very interesting live. Yeah. Um. So definitely watch this space. Um. But yeah. I think that's pretty much us done for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all shocking. But like it will this type this topic will come back again. Let's see what happens. At Definitely. Least, like, what happens in a few weeks' time. Let's see if they come to their senses and realise we actually can't do this. Yeah. But as always, guys, feel free to share share the podcast with whoever you know that will listen. Whether it's your dog, your grandma, you, your friends, other healthcare workers, other non-healthcare workers, share it's all we're all gaining the insight, we're all learning from each other, and that's what it's all about. So as always, feel free to hit us up at our Instagram page, which is at the Nursing Handover Podcast. Well, I've probably got that wrong. Oh, why do I always do this? Let me double check. It's been a long day, guys. Let me just make sure I've got the right podcast. Yes, <laughs> handover podcast. Um, for our Twitter at the underscore handover, and as always, you can always email us at the nursing handover podcast. No, at the nursing handover at gmail.com. And individually, for me, Jerry, it's at, it's just at jellybean with three L's and two A's. For Clarissa, it's at Clarissa Ferrara, and for Diane, it's DD Lutz. And also check out my lash page. Lashes. Yeah. And also check out Clarissa's aesthetics page, Medi Beauty. Yeah. Join us on <laughs> Share, like, subscribe, all that jazz. And we'll be back with more discussions next week. So take care. Yes. Goodbye, people. Keep safe. Bye. Have a good week.